Here's to you, dear listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Metal Gear Monday's Revengeance, where you can find some of your favorite conversations around Metal Gear and Kojima-related content delivered to you through tactical podcast action. Now, this is our listener response episode, so I don't have any like fun copy for all of us because it's a very weird time, so we're just going to let our hair down. We're in jammies, right? We got our eye of hot cocoa. I don't know about you guys, but uh, so Tori Cortez, what are you drinking tonight? Why, I'm drinking a Boulevard Brewing Company Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Nice. Oh, it's, I like that artwork too. Yeah, it's pretty legit. It's one of my favy IPAs. A favy. It's a favy IPA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the man in the red who needs no introduction. Mr. Chris Hampton, what are you? Uh, what are you having tonight? I'm having a cold hard can of truth. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that doesn't sound as tasty as mine. Uh, Is that on the rocks? No, it, no, it's Truth IPA from Rheingeist. Oh, oh good. Boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 and I will be finishing up my last of the Pump Queen a bone bone saw brewing which is out of new jersey and uh it's a delicious pumpkin cream ale mm, so crisp so, so. <laughs> don't you know i'm so sexy <clears throat> anyway uh so yeah so what's nice is this is a listener response episode so we're not really tied to any particular content other than we're probably going to talk a lot about uh metal gear solid 3 since this is our listener rep for Metal Gear Solid 3 season. So how do you guys want to do this? So we have a few things. Obviously, we picked our, we catered our our beefy babies so we can bring these out. Do we want to kind of go in a circle? Does anybody have a favorite one they might want to read where like it sort of spoke to them? I would probably say that Alex's would probably be mine only because he brings my name up as far as a question. So maybe it's worth me reading that one. All right. Yeah, you, you take that one. So you guys cool with that? Yeah. Yeah. Before we roll in, though, Miss Tori, do you have a patron shout out? Because I oh, still yes. consider this a main. I still consider this a mainline episode. Yes, of course. I came prepared. One, maybe one last time, you guys. We'll see. How's that? Is that pretty good. It's good. This, it right. sounds great. Yeah, it's good. It's a good way it. to end this. Uh, Esmer, as asthma, yes. as asthma. Is that asthma. how you pronounce it? That's it's undoubtedly asthma. Yeah. Asthma. Asthma. Hey, everyone out there. Um, we know things have been super stressful, and uh, everybody just kind of needs a break and a little bit of relaxation. So, this one's for you. Ah. And our patron is. We just come in at you real hot after that nice asthma. <laughs> I just thought that would be appropriate. Hang on, I'm stalling for time. I'm stalling. For, oh, I'm no. stalling to bring up. You want to get all the, the facts straight? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I want to make sure I didn't already call this name, and I didn't. It's Ben Lewis. Ben Lewis. Hey, what's up, Ben? Da, 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 da. Come on down. <laughs> it's the Price Is Right. Yeah, you know, you just don't hear the prices right theme as often as, as oh, I, I grew think up we on should. that shit. Yeah, 
You know what? Everybody hears the bum 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 bum. That's what everybody remembers. They don't remember the happy one that much, at least in my opinion. But what's up, Ben? Well, you're the man. How long ben has Lewis, he been a member? Yeah, he's been with us since April of 2019. So going strong hey. at a year, got a year and a half, just about. Yeah, man. Mm. Well, dude, thanks, Ben. What a you're year it's been, too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What a year it's thanks, Ben. Ben. Maybe poised for change. No. Maybe. <laughs> what a year it's Ben <laughs> Lewis, patron of the week. Is That's to awesome, you, man. Ben Lewis. Yes. <laughs> the patrons picked. Oh, I would love to do that at the end. Oh my God. So, I mean, yeah. So, you're the man, dude. Uh, you're the man, Ben. Please keep it up. Uh, we appreciate everything. Uh, from our patrons you guys are awesome and it really makes it easy to make this show and keep it on time and we're i'm happy that we get to make our commitments to our patrons which is very very fun so you're the man now dog <laughs> sorry i had to get i'm that going in there. to it's totally fine uh i'm going to start with alex uh who has sent in he is a i honestly i didn't realize he was more of a recent patron for some reason how alex sort of is it is part of our Patreon and our Discord. He is, you know, a, a great member in my eyes, and I'm sure you both agree. Uh, so, <clears throat> from Alex. Hey, MGM crew. Been a listener since about a month before the Revengeance rebrand and the Patreon supporter right after the rebrand. And I've had a lot of fun listening and being a part of the MGM Discord. He puts in parentheses, which is only a dollar a month to join. Wink, wink. <laughs> being a part of this community has made a bigger impact on me than I ever would have thought. And has already got me through a really tough spot. And for that, I thank you all dearly. No, That was nice of him. Hearing the adventures of Perfect Stealth Tori, oh. God Gamer Warren, definitely didn't call myself that, and Boomstick Billy, also known as Chris. Boomstick <laughs> Billy, what? <laughs> has made, oh has made for a refreshing look on one of my favorite games of all time, Metal Gear Solid 3. Actually, <clears throat> I do have a question for Warren. I know you're a self-proclaimed lover of video game soundtracks, and I was wondering, what are your thoughts on MGS3's OST, and how does it rank in my favorites? I'll finish reading, and then I'll get back to it. So, always love to listen to your exploits through video games, whether it be Metal Gear Solid, Oxenfree, or whatever may come out next. Thank you all in the crew and in the Discord for being a welcoming and kind bunch of people full of lovers of this incredible franchise even in these tumultuous and uncertain times. Good luck on your future endeavors in MGM and in your personal horizon. Much love and, ex- uh, much love and respect. Face Gavajadites, Alex H. So, thank you, Alex. You are the man. Um, here's what I'll say. Metal Gear Solid 3's uh, soundtrack. So, what's interesting with, with Metal Gear Solid to me is... There's usually one or two tracks from each game that usually stand out. And MGS3 was the first one to really have like a ballad, I guess you would say. And they, when we talked about the final, the ending of the game, that Star, that star Sailor Way to Fall track, it, it's one of the best implementations of that sort of ballad song with what like it, it's so obvious the music like it's you know like when you're watching a scary movie and it's like this song is about being scared kind of a thing but it's so well done to get the emotion that you want that it is a perfect implementation and it clearly makes that that ending of the game it elevates it 
a whole nother level, which is already like a plus one for me. I was talking with Chris before pre-show, the caution music, and I just love, I've, I've definitely called it out as we were doing it, but I was trying not to make this a Metal Gear Solid 3 soundtrack podcast. But I love the like, reverby, just like real plucky, like slapback style burp, guitar that they burp, have. Burp, yeah, it's burp, so good. And, burp, and that burp, motif, burp, burp, even in the heavier stuff, even in the heavier stuff later, that motif is still in there. It just doesn't have as much of that slapback or that just like real wet, like you can hear it plucking. But it's that right there. So when it comes to a Metal Gear game, you have ca caution music, you have your opening title, which I don't think anything technically touches um, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater's Snake Eater, right? Like that's probably the best as far as I can't believe they did it and wrote that song for this game. <laughs> and then I love the track is called CQC. It's mm -hmm. it's it's the it's basically the the menu music, which in my favorite of the Metal Gear One games, which was like my biggest one where I started paying attention to music. I was a teenager. Outside of like Psycho Mantis's music and that um that like that opening track of MGS one. And it's just like random noises. But it's like, you know, it's got its own syncopation, it's got cool tempo. But this has like such a great like menu music when you're not listening to the snake the sneak eater version of it. So for it to hit all of that, it's weird that I never really talk about Metal Gear Solid soundtracks when I talk about like best soundtracks of all time. I think it's because they have so many and I love like maybe 30% of them and they're they're that good. But I'd probably say, I think that's my problem. It's probably my second favorite. I still think Metal Gear Solid 1 has the better soundtrack because we've talked when we were doing, uh, mm. you know, a little peek behind the curtains, guys. We're doing a portable ops mm. prep work now. And I love... The uh, like the the chanting where it's mm. just like, yeah, <laughs> I just love that stuff. So that's like the that that's like classic MGS to me. Whereas this is sort of the evolution of it moving forward. And I'm always I generally love the original more often than not in any franchise. So hopefully that answers your question, Alex. It's a big one though. MGS three is dope and has amazing music. And now I will stop talking. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the OST? Meh. Pretty good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it my favorite Metal Gear Solid soundtrack? No. Okay. Am I allowed to ask it your favorite? I suppose, peasant, you may approach me. Mm, <laughs> yes. such a question. You do have a giant cool, cool turkey. Vibe. You have a giant turkey leg in your hand, and it's just like you're you're just smearing it. <laughs> People feeding you hand fruits. Yes. <laughs> the what, what was it? Uh, the anyway, uh, yeah, I would say you know five, probably my favorite yeah. soundtrack. Uh, just because it has a better use of of motif, I think. Also, four has a really good mm. soundtrack. It's really thematic, um, especially the the. Yeah, parts. It's like really nice. Um, yes, and I agree. you know, let's see. So it, that that this is in order, I guess. Five is my favorite. Four is my second favorite, and the one that I think is the most slept on is two. Yes, mm -hmm. agreed. Yeah, all that. Uh, that's acid jazz shit is so yeah. good. And he did the. That's the guy that did the rock, right? The movie, The Rock. Yeah, like it's it's literally that guy that did that OST. Yeah, I know that's 
that's the they're yeah, it's they're good. Like they're they're, they're there's no one that really stands out as like all right, this just is a like a low hanging fruit. It's just not a good soundtrack. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get to five and four now. I don't remember. I, I'm just admitting it right now. I don't remember shit about five. Like I, every time we start to talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I think that happened in that game. I, I don't <laughs> remember. I, I really mm-hmm. don't. I mean, I guess I guess it's a tease. Uh, what about you, Tori? When it comes to soundtracks, though, do you agree with Chris, me, yourself? Uh, I agree with myself mm, to begin good. with. Good to know. Uh, I was going to say before addressing that question that anytime I'm in a tense situation or just, you know, um, in the mood for some chaotic music, I guess, Yell Dead Cell is at the top of my brain. It's just, it just always lives somewhere in the chaotic side of me. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> and uh it's a good it's a good one to hear i think uh i think <clears throat> mgs2 ranks up there and hmm. i think the, oh I go like ahead the ar- well yeah do you like the arms depot music uh, that's probably have, my favorite track is the arms i would have depot to refresh track. myself with that yeah. uh, let me get back to you on that once i hear a little bit of it arms sure depot. sure there is some yeah there's some Oh man, like, there's going to be a time where we're going to do like the the offset but still Metal Gear stuff. Like we're going to probably talk our favorite music, our oh, favorite boss yeah. fights. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> we we can't hear it just to let everybody know, but she is jamming right now. <laughs> Arms, Depot. Yeah. Arms Depot, Arms Depot, she solid. is yeah. vibing. Arms Depot just vibes. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I want to say MGS2 is probably really up there, followed very closely by um, MGS1 and then maybe MGS3. I say MGS1 over MGS3 because I think, well, I really think it's more about the sound design in general for me with MGS1. I think it adds a lot to the original soundtrack. And I I tend to, to couple those together when I think about my sonic experience with mgs1 so that one i think will always be um right behind mgs2 for me and then mgs3 just has some songs that i love to belt out i love the soundtrack for it excuse me the soundtrack for a different reason Mm. sure i still get it like that ending though like when i I remember when i was playing it for the show we were dropping in the discord and i just was like it was the I, I made it just a screenshot because I wasn't going to do like the whole video of it. But it was the moment like they are belting out that way to fall. And you just see it's like the last shot where he's like standing up and saluting. And I was like this fucking moment right here, like right here doesn't get any better. I don't think it gets better in any MGS game. It's crazy. Like how good like that sonic 10 seconds of just everything going on. It's fucking bananas how good that is. That and was a really, it. really solid song to end the game with. I think they did Big a great time. job with opening the game and and ending the game music wise. I'll second that. Yeah. Big time. And yeah, just to and then to piggyback off your MGS one thing, when it comes to like the sonic experience, when they show it in the game, they so when we hear what we now learn is Psychomantis's like theme, right? Mm-hmm. So without getting too heady or whatever, there's like diegetic sound and non-diegetic sound. So it's like, is it the score of the video game or is it something that the also the players of the game, like the actual characters in the game can mm-hmm. hear in it as well? When you learn that 
Snake is also hearing the music we hear because it's Psychomantis starting to have a grasp on your mind because he's a tele telepath and telekinetic like that. I like twelve year Warren lost his fucking mind. I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit, are you serious? Like, am I controlled? I can hear it too." Like, it was not good. It got me big time. Um, that's fun. So yeah, yeah, that's great. Mind control, guys. Mind control in your uh, in your teens. That's great. Uh, so yeah, so that's mine. Alex, thanks a ton, dude. I honestly had no clue you were that new of a member. Um, and keep 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 on keeping on, man. You're 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 the fucking best. And yeah. we'll uh, we'll be chatting, and we're doing. Uh, we're doing the new monthly game club, so stay active, bro. All right, we got a few more in there. So if you want to go next, Chris, you got a fave out of the ones we have here. Oh, maybe I'll take old Seamus if no one else wants to take crack. I kind of thought mean, you might. Yeah, <laughs> I like. We have notes here, guys, and Seamus is half of the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Seamus. Yeah, Seamus Moose is the man. Well, you're, you're the fucking best he's dude. Got Please a lot keep to it say, up. So. Uh, Seamus, how you doing? Um, so Seamus writes, here's to you, dear podcasters. I'm writing to you on a sunny North Carolina Friday. I hope this email is both entertaining and thought-provoking. Metal Gear Solid 3 was released my sophomore year of high school. It was both my most anticipated and most played game of my high school years. This enthusiasm coalesced itself within my life as a series of actions and habits that would put anyone's most cringe-inducing nerd anecdotes to shame. Alas, <laughs> no regrets, spelled like the meme. <laughs> That's an editor's note. <laughs> I kept it. I wasn't gonna make. I wasn't gonna fix anybody. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, we no. we do not censor here at the Middle Gear Monday's Revengeance Show. Uh. Continuing, Jameis writes, At the time, I was very into paintball and played about once a month or so, a lot for a country boy with limited funds. However, I basically cosplayed as Naked Snake during paintball matches. Pistol belt, web gear, face paint and all. The only redeeming factor was that I was actually good at paintball. Hashtag, you don't have what it takes to kill me. Fuck yeah. You don't have what it takes to kill me. <laughs> However, this cosplayed spread into my time in Boy Scouts, where I earned the Wilderness Survival Merit Badge and took to survival camping often. Freaking dressed as Snake. Nice. That's amazing. That's so badass. Oh my God, I'm so jealous, Moose. Are we uh, <laughs> cringing yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This well, is going to happier our... for knowing you. Oh my God. This is awesome. That was our R blunder year story. Some mm -hmm. play hard to get. I played hard to want. <laughs> <laughs> That's fan. Oh my god! I like that. I like. Dude, I'm, Muse I'm is taking the best. that one. I like that. Uh, <laughs> that is awesome. While I could go into how great the game was gameplay wise, how awesome it was to play as Big Boss in his younger years, and talk about how much time I spent playing the game. I figured those things have been touched on quite a bit, so I kind of want to directly get into one single point where the aspect of Metal Gear Solid 3 fits within the philosophy as Metal Gear as a whole. It seems that Metal Gear is always commenting on the motivations and inner life of a warrior, fighting for what you believe in versus following orders. As the first game, chronologically, I believe it's no coincidence that all the characters enter into battle 
with distinct emotions. Whereas in Metal Gear Solid 4, soldiers are literally given nanomachines, so they have no emotions at all. The middle ground between these two emotional existences of soldiers is Gray Fox, human half-machine, but still able to think and feel for himself, acting under his own volition to help Solid Snake. The Cobra unit brings up that Naked Snake has not yet found an emotion to carry into battle, and to my memory, I don't remember them ever saying he found one. That's correct. Is that a purposely open-ended narrative, possibly? Also, the boss no longer really went by the Joy. Does that mean she no longer entered combat with Joy? Either way, the emotion that Snake chose to bring into battle is never really touched on, and he possibly may have never found one. Just a thought. Mm. You know, that is a good thought. Yeah. Do, you want to ta- do we want to tackle that real quick before I you move on? Because he does have a couple more. Yeah, I, the, yeah he's we're totally in the middle right. here, so let's take a little pause. Yeah, he's uh, totally right. And, and I think narratively, that. I think narratively, the boss no longer going by the joy. Mm-hmm. She, like I said, we, we had talked about it on like episode one where she really does sort of lay out her plan almost instantly, like right after when you start to get out of the virtuous mission and you re-enter at, in Operation Snake Eater and she sees you on that horse. She takes out the gun, blows up your drone, you know, breaks your hand. She basically says, what the hell's going on? And she does say that the enemy, you know, your favorite line, Chris, that you know, backwards and front from playing the virtuous mission 17 times for the show yeah (laughs) i did like a micro study on the virtuous mission and quickly realized that i could not keep up that level of scrutiny for the rest of the game (laughs) that'll happen shotgun willy yeah exactly but i i totally agree i i think that's i think open-ended narratively for big boss is like obvious i think that's the intent was that he Mm -hmm. the game ends that He's given his purpose, but he isn't. Yeah. That's not his purpose. Like he hasn't chosen to to do that, and that's why he mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to fight for. He fights for the people that need him, not he, because of you know duty or country. Like mm-hmm. that's how he feels, which is literally open ended. Um, how do you feel about that, Tori? You agree? I do. I do agree. Um, I don't think there's much more to expand on there. Just he's. Sure. He's a soldier first and foremost. <clears throat> excuse me, first and foremost, and he seems like I said. There's not more much more to say, and then I continued talking. Uh, he doesn't really seem to have time for emotions. He doesn't seem mm-hmm. to want to have anything to do with them. So I think I think that was a very deliberate choice on on uh, behalf of the writers. You know. And as far as the boss goes, uh, not going by the joy, I think that is also intentional because when she takes up this mission, she does so knowing that she's going to betray everything and everyone that she's ever fought for. And who Mm -hmm. could go into a mission like that with joy? Yeah. Agreed. Totally agree. Yeah. Would you like to continue, Chris? Well, I would just add that, like, it's almost symbolic. Like, at the end of MGS3, we leave Big Boss doing the salute, mm. you know, which... Big old crocodile tear rolling down shot, his face. That shot is, again, I'll say it a hundred times, that shot is yeah. so fucking good. It's so good. 
And in a series uh, known for like exclamation marks, that seems to be a big question mark right at the end. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. so, oh, well said. Yeah. I like that. So let's get back to Seamus's letter here, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, so, all right. Seamus continues here. I've also had an idea on the back of my head that Ocelot kind of represents the ever-changing moral compass of the West, whereas in every game he assumes whatever role he needs in order to keep himself in some position of power. The cowboy is a caricature of how other nations see America. Also, just a random thought I wanted to throw out for your entertainment. (laughs) I could write forever about my own theories, general enjoyment, and anecdotes of playing the game in the past, but mostly I just wanted to say thank you for your coverage of this game. Uh, I love you so very... (laughs) Wait, I love you so much. (laughs) I thought he was saying he loved the game, and I realized he means us. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he did mean the game and... and Freudian slip, baby. You're living with it now. It's recorded, recorded, Seamus. You love Uh, us so much. That's so We don't edit notes, man. We love you, too. You know, uh, it is quite a crazy time in the world, and it's nice to be able to know that on Mondays there will be something to listen to besides the news. And I look forward to the Mondays to come. I should be playing through the games along with the show in the future, and I should be playing. Oh, wait, I think that's a double sentence here. Yep. Uh, yep. I should be playing through the games, uh, through the games along with the show in the future, and I look forward to doing so. I'll try to take some notes and write some more detailed emails. Otherwise, you'll see me on the Discord shitposting memes and making Metal Gear joke. <laughs> My man. Thank you, Jameis Moose. P.S. I invite everyone to cosplay as Granin during the election by putting on our best shoes and getting fucking hammered and talking shit about Russia. Sit here <laughs> and drink this crap. I quit drinking a couple of months ago, so you guys are going to have to have one for me. And we made oh. sure well, that we oh, will. We are. <laughs> Here we are on election night and uh, having a couple of drinks. And I guess we'll either wake up and regret this one way or another in the morning. Agreed. Undoubtedly. So, yeah, you know what? Here, I'm going to I'll clink the, uh, the webcam. Here's clink. to you, Moose. Ah, crisp. <laughs> what was that, bro? I was going to say something, and then I decided against it, and I'm definitely editing that out. Oh, right. come on. You got to keep it. Uh, uh, so here's what I'll do, Tori. Since I have a, a shorter one, um, I'll then let you read Jason's, so that way you have some meaty stuff. Sound like a plan? I mean, yeah, I was going to read Jason's anyway, but... Well, no, I want you to read Jason's regardless of <laughs> just when you would have read Jason's. Oh, gotcha. Um, only because I had particularly talked to Aaron. So uh, I'll say Aaron F., just in case he doesn't want his whole name being put out there so aaron had sent us a message in the like during our revengeance era but he is through episode 46 at the time so he sent i love metal gear monday's podcast definitely my favorite thing to listen to right now i found y'all by searching metal gear on spotify and here i am today i'm on episode 46 about mg mg1 and i started about two weeks ago so let's see how long it takes me to catch up I've played Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solids 1 through 5, Peace Walker, and Rising. I need to get my hands on a Vita or a PSP to play Acid and Portable Ops, and I'd like to find Ghost Babel too. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Metal Gear since I was very young, loved it ever since. In the recent months, I've got back into it and really dove into the plot and figured everything out, and holy shit, Kojima. 
<laughs> Needless to say, Metal Gear is my favorite game series of all time, and the Twin Fucking Snakes is the best game in the whole series. Don't at me. Twin Fucking you, Snakes. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> you guys are funny as shit, and know your Metal Gear except uh, our Shy Guy, of course, which he's obviously talking about, Mr. Isaac Lim. Oh, Isaac. Uh, anyways, I love to hear you guys read on the podcast, uh, read this on the podcast when I catch up. So I had sent him, like, hey, man, uh, this is Warren from the Revengeance crew. You got a long way to go, but stuff has changed over the years. So I just want to give you a heads up. We're going to read it when we get to it, but it won't be probably who you were writing this for. But I wanted to let you know that, you know, we appreciate the feedback and I'm going to read it out. So he made sure to respond to me. And let me get him in there real quick. Oh, nice. I was going to say this guy's in for a huge surprise when he hears this. Yeah. So so I just sent him out like, hey, man, we're going to we're definitely going to read your, you know, your your thing out. So I just wanted to let you know if you wanted to maybe chime back in. But, you know, you don't have to ask a question. Just let's get your stuff out on the air. So he literally said, like, I didn't realize I sent it to you guys in the middle of reboot. However, it's a whole new cast. He did manage to listen to some of the newer episodes since it's Metal Gear Solid 3, which he had already gotten through. So no spoilers for him. And he says, I got through the newer episodes and I love y'all's work. Keep it up. And I can never get enough Metal Gear talk. So we still have we're going to keep Aaron as he keeps getting to the Revengeance crew, which I'm very excited for. You're ours now, Aaron. (laughs) Yes. So, Aaron, you're the man. Aaron F., uh, I appreciate it. Like I said, I I did tell you. It was, you know, about a month ago, but I said I was going to read it, and I made sure to keep my promise, my dude. We did it. Yay. (laughs) Warren did it. Huzzah. There's nothing quite like the rich smell and mellow flavor of a cigar. And that thick, luxurious smoke is almost sensual when it... Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, we're all going to play uh, on our PSPs that we all went out that and shopped for together. we all definitely have. My we all shopped for it together. Portable Ops Edition PSP. Go. <laughs> and painted it myself. I'm just going to put some some random clip of something during that part where I said... <laughs> A yeah, surveillance but... camera? <laughs> surveillance <Behind> camera <laughs> just put random snake quotes <laughs> over Lord, all the uh, shit you don't that's our that's our like sensor it's just random snake quotes yeah i think I'll this this one's gonna be fun to edit all right the surveillance. go me metal uh, gear if you'd like yeah metal gear yeah would you I like would to like. read mr uh jason ajaja <laughs> that's that's what I'm gonna start One calling him. I know how to Jason, say it. Jason I know how to say it. Jason is how I'm gonna say his last name from now on. This poor guy has his so name now. butchered multiple <laughs> well, times. He at least knows we know how to say it right because we said it right on a podcast before. So I know how to say Zarniak or Zarniak is how he Zarniak, asked it to be yeah. pr- pronounced. So it's Zarniak, but it's gonna be Jason is how I'm gonna say it for the foreseeable future. Jason brings the zhuzh to the show. <laughs> hey MGM I want to start by congratulating you all On the new version of the podcast It's never easy making thanks, big man. changes Yeah thanks But it's definitely paying off Thanks again Nice of you to say uh, That's me obviously It's my note <laughs> I can see how much time and effort you have all devoted <laughs> So we get to enjoy this show The level of detail that's been added With the story breakdowns Character analysis and Chris's Russian lessons go to show that there is always something new to learn about the Metal Gear series. Yes. One amazing thing I found out this season was that the translation of Chornyprud. Did I do that okay? Did I, was that all right? Yeah, Chornyprud. Yeah. yeah, I believe that's correct. All right. All right. Chornyprud. Uh, Black Pond slash River is identical to my last name, Zarniak, which we all know how. Zarniak. He says, yep. in parentheses. 
<laughs> if that helps with a little winky thing. <laughs> it sure does. Thank you for the phonetic yeah, thanks, pronunciation. Man. We need that here. We dumb dumbs. Maybe just one of us. Anyway, I still well, remember I when too. this game was first announced. I was a freshman in high school and already a diehard MGS fan. I was also really into Vietnam movies like Platoon and Apocalypse Now. So you can imagine how excited I was when I heard they were making Metal 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 Here. Oh man, that's hilarious. Metal Here. Yes. Metal Gear in the Jungle. <laughs> I printed out every screenshot that was released and hung them on my bedroom wall. I pre-ordered it at my local Blockbuster as soon as I could as soon as I could and paid it off one dollar at a time. Whenever I had a, yeah, uh, had a sore buck or two, I don't know that I've heard that before. Hey, now we got a new saying. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I was hyped for this game, he says. Also, you'll never hear a more uh, dated sentence than I pre-ordered it at my local Blockbuster. Go Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> that's <sighs> so true. That's so true. Unfortunately, because of all that hype, the game wound up not living up to my expectations. Oh. Wah, wah. No. I just expected something a bit different. I was also a little disappointed by how short it was. I stayed up all night and finished the entire game in one sitting. Over the years, I've come to accept that my disappointment was my own doing and to appreciate it for what it is. That's the stuff we wanted to hear, Jason. There it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to unpack this after you're done reading it because that's, that's crazy. This is the easiest game in the series to get the Platinum Trophy as there are no difficulty-related mm. trophies, allowing you mm. to do everything in easy mode. This time around, I've had my wife, Allie, sitting next to me uh, watching my playthrough. She insists that I exclusively use the naked camo the entire time, so my run is turning out more like Chris's. No stealth and no mercy. <laughs> That's why he got, uh, what is it, Boomstick Billy? Boomstick Billy, yep. <laughs> As a nickname. I think that oh, one's got amazing. a stick, Chris. I like that one a lot. BB. It's our BB. Oh, no. <laughs> You're our BB, Chris. Oh, no. You're Boomstick Billy. You're our BB. I'm not BB. <laughs> <laughs> May as well call you Lou. Yep. Here are a few highlights from my playthrough. Oh, yeah. I want to hear these. These are great. There is a graphical glitch that shows an arrow sticking out of Snake's chest after fighting the fear. It is unseen in the survival viewer, so it can't be removed, but is visible in every cutscene. Kind of annoying and breaks the immersion. This also happened the very first time I played the game. Oh, God. That would have been oh, a trip. So we brought that up in the fear episode. Speedrunners mm -hmm. do like bolt the bolt run like how many crossbow bolts can you get stuck in your body because if you don't take them out during the fight they never leave again so i don't know i kind of like that personally jason but i could see a little bit of immersion breaking so i'll give you that especially if if it's happening at your first playthrough yeah that's true it's one thing to find that later as kind of an easter egg but anyway uh, let's see. I showed no respect for the end as I defeated him with the pistol at long range. Legendary Ooh. sniper, my ass. Damn, a pistol at long Damn. range. That's Legendary hard. sniper, Dude, my ass. I didn't realize Jason was a <laughs> fucking hitman, a <laughs> oh, fucking man. mercenary. We got a merc. We got a merc in our Discord. Um. Jason says also, I escaped from jail by opening the survival viewer and spinning snake in circles a bunch of times until he vomits. Johnny, the guard Johnny, in case anybody forgets, uh, Johnny felt bad and opened the cell to check on me. Then I stabbed him with a fork. 
Oh man, ruthless to Johnny too. <laughs> Jesus, that is kind of the. I, that was how I did it my first time too, though. Was like the fork is here for a reason, right? Use it to Listen, eat the Johnny, to eat the rats Johnny and the stab Johnny. Anything. Johnny's okay. got a kid, man. Johnny's got cold. a kid back home in America. He's gonna grow up one day and have Shit a baby his pants. with Meryl. Yep. <laughs> Shit his pants excessively. <laughs> Long line of Johnnies. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, and then Jason ends with, can't wait to hear you get in-depth with Portable Ops next. I'm also looking forward to the future Peace Walker season. I'll be available for any and all who need a co-op partner, which I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, Jason, uh, I'm going to be hitting you up. So yeah, just uh, look out for that. Uh, here's to you, Jason Chorney Prude. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, so Jason... Uh, two things. First off, yes, I can't. I literally, I cannot wait for Portable Ops and Peace Walker in general. They seem to be sort of the forgotten Metal Gears when it comes to at least breakdowns or trying to actually extrapolate something fun out of it. Like you really, they sort of get passed by because Portable Ops isn't technically canon, even though Kojima's sort of like, yeah, it's good, good enough. You know, I'll allow it, but I didn't make it. I'm excited for that. Yeah, co-op partner, dope. Um, I gotta say though, man, I we're gonna chat later here but i want to know i am going to question on how i am so my experience with metal gear solid 3 is the literal opposite of his now i was considerably older i would say i was i was a junior in college when this game came out so that's you know almost i think it's like six or seven years older than him but as far as the game itself and i, I didn't feel the length being short the fact that he beat it in one night is incredible. That was not my experience. But I remember being blown away by this game and getting MGM MGS1 vibes with a new setting, better graphics, all that stuff. I was floored by this game, how mm-hmm. great it was. So it's just, it's such a bummer, man. That it, I mean, obviously you've grown to understand why it's either considered good or bad and you get your own feelings, which is great. It's just crazy that that... It's hype, man. Yeah, hype is going to knock you down a lot. I don't know if I've ever been hyped for anything, and it's lived up to it. I mean, really. So mm-hmm. maybe that's a, a life lesson I had uh, at the time. But yeah, I, I got to say, man, I loved MGS3 when it came out. Like, loved it. Played it multiple times. Like, my girlfriend at the time was legitimately into it, and she didn't even, she, like, would never play that kind of a game. But she was, like, checking the artwork and the book and... It was awesome. I, oh, man, that's such a bummer. <laughs> that's such a bummer, man. But I got to say, thanks for uh, all you do uh, with our with our Discord and our show and everything, man. You're you're dope. You're, you're yeah, great. Jason. And your, your wife seems awesome as well. And she cracks me. Mm. Her commentary on your playthroughs, man, is some of the funniest shit. Because she's like, what? Who? Oh, that one? Yeah, kill it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love it. Allie's the best. Yeah, Jason, you he's definitely a pillar of our Discord community. So Hell yeah. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> I love how many uh Death Stranding moments we've already had. Psych, our next season is Death Stranding two point yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I miss no. playing that game, to be real with you. You miss it? Sometimes I do. I like. Yeah. I don't know if it's like Stockholm syndrome or something. Yeah. You know, but it would actually playing it. be a pretty good game yeah. to uh, turn on tonight if you you know just can, need a relaxing can we, trick. Can we take a quick Death Stranding detour for a second? Can we do a quick like DSD? Can we do that? DSD. <laughs> yeah, because Chris, I I kind of agree with you. 
I miss playing Death Stranding a little bit. I miss I miss the to, I miss the topography. Like I miss like tracking weather. I miss I legitimately miss there's a lot of stuff in that game where I'm like I like I again it's like some of the stuff we talked about. Like there's some really good shit. Like it's there, just it's a game of exquisite uh, details. I know. If only there was something to tie it all together that was good. Like a rope? <laughs> like a strand? Maybe? Mm. I'm mm. on my I'm on the last strand. <laughs> <laughs> my final strand. But I got it. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll sneak that in or something. Maybe we'll get because I don't know if Tori did. Before we were hosts, did we like? I know I threw my thoughts out on Death Stranding, but it certainly wasn't very detailed. It was more like I like the characters, I like the atmosphere. Uh, I wish the, there wasn't licensed music that was hard to get your hands on. Right. Uh, as far as uh, like you can't buy it because it's licensed to somebody else. Um, but overall, like it was fine. Like it was, it wasn't a bad game by any means. But I could see how it is draining on people. I don't know if I remember your thoughts on it, other than I know, like initially, you had started chiming in. But what was your final thoughts on Death Stranding? Sure, um, I I really took my time with it. So I I wound up finishing the game a lot later than uh, most of our cohorts in the Discord. So I didn't get to join in on a whole lot of the commentary. Uh, that was happening like in real time, but I um, I had the unpopular opinion, I guess, that um, I thought the game went really well, actually. <laughs> I liked it. I popped it in here and there. Well, I say I popped it in, but it was a digital download. So uh, I started playing, you know, just an hour or two at a time. I'd complete a mission here and there. Um. I also agree that I would I wouldn't mind going back to play some more, but only in the capacity uh, that I finish some of those side quests that I didn't touch during my initial playthrough. Hmm. Yeah, my big problem was like we were playing it for the show, and I had to rush. Like, okay, story beat, story beat, story beat, finish it in time to talk about it. But yeah, honestly, like. When I got to like chapter three, I just wanted to hang there for like a month to build roads and stuff. That was my favorite part of the game. And that's kind of how like they set it up too. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if, if I had been playing it at the pace that I wanted to be, I would still be playing that game. Yeah, right probably. Now. I would not be done. Sure. With it. I believe that. Yeah, man, I would, I would, turn that game on again if if not just to finish the uh the missions i never cared to finish so maybe we do that for a patriot club or something yeah yeah so i did have so someone again i I have another person who has been who reached out recently um but again listening early on so i've been trying to keep up with hey we're doing new stuff when you get there if not maybe you'll hear um, you know, your, your stuff brought up. So, uh, Renee, Renee A, and I hope I'm saying your name correctly. It, it is R-E-N-E, so it may not be. I don't see an excellent. Um, but, hey, dudes, have you seen The Last Days of Foxhound? It's a fan-made comic, and so far I've gone through MGS 1 through 3's podcast, and they all great. Good luck, and I can I love the show. 
so I had sent back. But have you guys ever looked into the last days of Foxhound? Have you ever heard of this? I haven't, no. No, I've so, never heard of this. So I had heard of it, but not been, um, you know, it's just not something that I've gone through because there are a lot of them. Um, they're obviously very quick reads, but I think it's like uh, 400, 500 issues, something like that. Whoa. Um, but it's fan-made and it's just, it's about a series of, it's a lot of the stuff going on with the last days of Foxhound, um, which could make for, you know, an interesting, again, like that off-season Metal Gear, but not Metal Gear sort of extra content up. kind of a thing. Yeah, so that might be something we could look into. So I, I thank you, Renee. I did hear of this uh, before you had sent us something about that, <laughs> but um, I certainly didn't read through all of this. I just, there was a time where I was going through it like a dark, a dark hole of anything I can get my hands on, especially pre-Metal Gear Solid Five. I remember just anything I can get my hands on that was Metal Gear so I could be hyped for the game. This definitely crossed my path, but I saw it was like 500. I was like, no, 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 I don't have time for this. Um, and they're like from the early 2000s. So these aren't like super recent. These like started coming out like when Metal Gear Solid 3 came out. Dude, Ocelot mm. is drawn hilariously. I don't know what it is about this, the way Ocelot is drawn, but I love it. And is that... I know, it's great, is, right? <laughs> I think I see an, really a, a Sergei Gerlukovich too, maybe. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm glancing. Yeah. <laughs> these There's are pretty... Good ones uh, here, though pretty creative looking comics i'll have to i'll have mm -hmm. to look into those a little more that's fun yeah so it just could be something that uh we could you know maybe get into later so i would say a thank you to renee and again i'll reach out to you hopefully i don't say your name incorrectly since i haven't had a chance to learn how to pronounce it through our our dialogue together but thank you and uh we're probably going to be doing something about that outside of that um we did have Chris Cadell, who I believe we talked to recently as well, uh, who is super late to the party, as he claims. Um, just started the podcast. Favorite of his, uh, He's about to hit the favorite of his series, Metal Gear Solid 3. And he wasn't sure if we we're going to do an episode for Poor Blops. Um, he wasn't caught up to Revengeance, but again, reached out to him. Oh, we're definitely doing Poor Blops, my dude. Uh, Chris G, we will be doing Poor Blops next season and... I guess we'll safely say there will be a teaser for season two sometime before the end of this year. So we'll see how long of a break we take for the holidays and things like that between seasons. But we're doing our best to keep the the break as minimal as possible, but still enough time to move on and give something like Portal Ops its due, even though it is an unofficial MGS title, let's just say. So we will be doing it, and we will be doing Peace, Peace Walker as well. So I know that's that's been a big, if they're not part of the Discord, like, what the hell are we going to do next? Like, are we going to do the, the black sheep of the series? Um, and technically, this will be the most in-depth portable ops that MGM has ever done. Us actually breaking it down how we are. So they have talked about it in detail to an extent, but it won't be as detailed as we have done or at least have we have planned so we haven't recorded them yet obviously um so you guys looking forward to portable ops moving forward i'm undecided <laughs> about that I've oh never, good chris i've never played uh portable ops so uh it's an older game on a handheld that i'm not a stupid big fan of uh mm -hmm. so We'll see how I feel about it. Your custom Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops PSP is just a little clunky. Like all the extra artwork on it just doesn't make it as clean <laughs> yeah. as you'd like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, there's only one thumbstick. Yeah, but, that yeah. that really drives me crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I'm playing on the PSP, but still, mm-hmm. you know, there's only one thumbstick in the control setting. I'm like, what the heck is up with that? <laughs> Adapt to survive, man. Got to yeah, be ready for there's, it. There's a that workaround the, for it. But. The single biggest bozo move that Sony ever made. Mm-hmm. When when they released that handheld with one thumbstick, like what? Like I I know Nintendo did it with the 3ds and all, but right. But they gave that, you a stylus. You know, Nintendo's the company that made the N64 controller, so I give them a lot of leeway. I don't. I think they have a hard time figuring out what a human hand looks like. <laughs> but Sony had a perfect controller design from like the PlayStation, you know. Mm-hmm. And here, the, sure. here they come along with the PSP, and it's like, what kind of claw does my hand need to be in to hold this thing correctly? <laughs> have you ever seen like the? I guess it, we'll call it a subreddit, but it's been all over the place. When it comes to the Nintendo 64 controller in like movies and TV shows where kids or adults are playing quote unquote video games and they're not, they're just holding the ends of the 64. So they're clearly, they have no idea how a 64 controller works. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? Yeah. It's so good. I love that stuff. And I wanted to, but I can't seem to get it to load. Um, we didn't have to, I didn't want to read out like the ratings that we got, but I at least wanted to shout out the people that had dropped ratings for us since yeah. we started Revengeance. And I went to click on like the ratings thing and I can't get it to open up like I did last night when we were talking about this. Um, you know, it's not, it's not that I wanted to read them all out or anything like that, but I at least wanted to shout out the people that had, you know, took taken the time out of their day to rate us. So maybe, you know I'll, maybe I'll you drop are. it in. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll try to drop it in uh, sometime later. Cause I can't, I cannot get it to pull up. Um, you know, so I really wanted to give you guys the thanks because we do very much appreciate it. Like I said, we're well aware that is, you know, not the f- most fun thing to do, but uh, it does go a long way and we appreciate it. I got very, it, man. Much. I've got it pulled up. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I just figured, like I said, you just have to say who did it, you know, just so they get their own little shout out because we do, you know, I treat ratings pretty, pretty high as well. I think that's, that's like a pretty good form of praise in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's see. Since we started this. We've got Owens QCQ. Owens QCQ. I see what you did there. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> uh, left us a very nice review. Um, Lyco Lies or Lyso Lies. It's L-Y-C-O. Uh, I'm going to go with Lyco because it sounds better to me. Lyco Lies sure. 2 gave us a very kind review. Uh, t- oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just going to butcher all these names. Uh <laughs> Tony Loyal or Tona Loyal. Um Love it. Sure. Yeah. Gave us a very nice review. Grand Moff Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> uh and Jeff Kahn all left us very kind reviews. So thank you very much. Uh that means a whole lot to us, you know, coming into this with a little bit of uncertainty and uh we're just doing our best out here for you guys. So it's yeah. really nice to hear some kind words, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that's where we leave off. Uh, I would say this has been a, as far as the podcast is concerned, a crazy year, as well as, obviously, in the world. Life. Um, 
Yeah, our our goal yeah. moving forward is we three and some other stuff going on to keep it rocking, get it, mm-hmm. you know, just get it more streamlined. Uh, we're definitely taking any sort of feedback. If there's something you want to hear or how you hear it, please reach out with that. We, we love getting feedback because we're well aware that there may be ways to improve the show. We are definitely not uh, nose deaf to that kind of stuff. Um, before we sign out of here and literally walk away from MGS3 as far as a game story. And we, uh, we stand in the rain while Star Staler plays over us and we just give a salute to the grave of Metal Gear Solid 3. And... Hmm. I'm giving it a moment of silence. I'm excited for this. I like, I want to move forward. I, I like where we are and I like mm. how far we've come. And now we're all our own big boss. And now we can take on, take on the rest of the series. Look at this dream team here. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, as we put a cap on this one, I just want to say, uh, Warren, Tori, y'all deserve a pat on the back for what you've done. And, uh, you know, welcome to the team. Yes. Thanks, Chris. Let, I, let's I, hit 2021 real hard with this next season. Dude. Real yeah. hard. Just yeah. yeah. Slap it in the next Tuesday. I got to show Alessio my MGM tattoo that I'm going to get because he loves video game tattoos so much. <laughs> oh yeah, is it gonna have uh, Naked Snake having a slice of cheesecake with one of the monkeys from Ape Escape? Yep, <laughs> at minimum, at minimum, at minimum, and a sta- and a stamina bar across the top of it. You know, it's gonna be the whole. I'm gonna go like it's a whole screenshot, just probably right on my like lower back. You know, just to really, just to really show who I am because it means a lot to me. I love that. So, I'm, Pixar, yeah. it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Well, I'm, I, I have to worry about this. So Sean Art Wilkins, the guy that does our artwork, who's the man, he has already reached out and he's like, don't think that Ava thing you were talking about has fallen on deaf ears. And I'm like, oh, oh no. I've like, got we're it. gonna start getting <laughs> random shit. Don't, hey. <laughs> so we have to watch what we say because hey, we're so gonna start getting Full disclosure, I've, I've got that in my notes to work on in between seasons. So don't you worry. Oh no, great. Don't you worry. Great, great, it's in great. It's so yeah, so uh, so Chris, yep. I want to give you and Tori a big thank you as well. First off, for even thinking of me to be on the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to move forward, and I think we've started to iron out the wrinkles and just got through the change now to where we are feeling comfortable and we're able to make decisions that maybe would have been harder three months ago, four months ago than now moving forward with future stuff. And I got to say, it's exciting because there's going to be other, we're planning off-season stuff. Maybe we're planning stuff in addition that isn't Metal Gear related. Uh, could be cool. So hey. there's going to be hopefully a couple a couple teasers coming out uh, over the next couple months. And hopefully, if anybody listening to this likes those too, you know, we'll link you in. They're not going to replace the MGM. They're just going to be in addition. So there's more stuff to listen to. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, appreciate, I appreciate this entire community big time. Uh, and especially everybody that's part of the MGM team has been like super helpful, super supportive, super 
nice as far as the transition as it were because again i was not planning on this in any way shape or form after literally a reboot has been announced <laughs> and then i you know i'm a late i'm a sub in i'm like the, on the bench like okay i'm sweating i'm nervous i don't know what i'm gonna do um but i'm yeah i'm glad to be a part of this and i'm looking forward to what's in the future you're crushing it warren Hell yeah yeah, you are. yeah while we're while we're well, experiencing experiencing a moment of self-congratulation uh <laughs> yeah thanks guys um yeah this has been a this has been a fun season and more importantly thank you listeners thank you patrons thank you yeah. everybody who's keeping us going um these emails were fun to read uh both for the first time and on air and we um uh, we wouldn't really be doing this if it weren't for the continued interest so thank you for supporting this reboot yeah cheers I totally agree cheers to the listeners yeah you know what hold on yeah i gotta take the the webcam there Clink. cheers i love it so yeah that's gonna wrap up our mgs3 season for metal gear monday's revengeance what I will say is, again, everybody who rates and reviews while you're listening, super appreciative. And I know it does take a lot of time and your day, so we are very appreciative of that. You can reach out to current or previous hosts through MetalGearMondays.com. You can hit us up on Patreon at Patreon slash MetalGearMondays. Again, for a buck a month, you can get into our Discord. We're trying to figure out how to streamline as many rewards as possible just for being a patron. And we're going to start adding some other stuff, which is really cool to sort of get more excitement around future things so that it's not just waiting for our episodes to drop so that's going to be really fun we can get merch at bit.ly slash mgm store and we're definitely working on coming up with newer artwork as well so we'll keep the classic stuff but also have some fresh stuff for the new people that drop in and for the revengeance community like warren's body with eva's head no wait sorry it's warren's head with eva's body naturally Naturally, naturally. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it better be. I mean, with a body like that, I would prefer the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> now, Chris. Yep. Where can people find you? You can't find me. No. Oh, shit. Go away. <laughs> Oops. He's got a map. He's, He's got a map on screen. Chris He's got a map never on screen existed. with just a, a, a crudely drawn map with, like, crayon. And it's just, like, crumpled up with an X on it. And it just says, was here, W-U-Z here so He's a i don't real know how else to find him Ron here there be elephants and measles <laughs> from the north uh i you can find me on xbox proto dude <laughs> i don't know why but i didn't expect i didn't expect so, that it leads out with some, xbox <laughs> if you want to play some destiny i mean that's what i'm doing right now i'm trying to finish out this last grind before like you know, season of arrivals ends and like Beyond Light starts next week. Oh my god, yeah. That DLC just dropped. It's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into Destiny right now. It's good again. It's like it, it's like almost Destiny One good again. And they're getting rid of all this crap content that Activision made. So you know, Bungie's got like some cool stuff going on. If you wanna play cool, Destiny man. with me, hit me up. Also, just find me in the Discord. Everything else is irrelevant. <laughs> and what about you, Tori? Uh, People you, finding you on the internet. You can find me mostly in the Discord. 
other places as well, maybe occasionally at Young Neil. Y N G N E I L. I think I spelled that right. Um, yeah. 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 You can find me uh, hiding from the world inside a video game. <laughs> if you're lucky, you'll you'll know which one. That's oh yeah, true. That's a good point. Uh, so yeah, so I am at Warren Minix on all the platforms. Uh, if you like gamer tags, if that's your thing, I'm Untaggable Gamer. I'm in a band, Spooky Forest. You can check out our album on Spotify. And yeah, uh, Monthly Game Club. So we are now going to be playing uh, Hitman. The 2016 was the voted game for November. So we are moving past Bloodborne and Oxenfree, and we are getting into Hitman. Outside of that, guys, I raise my salute. And I give a final MGS3 letter ripjack.